In this bonus episode of Balancing the Christian Life, we talk to the organizer of the lecture series Women's Track, Jennifer Ackett. Welcome to Balancing the Christian Life. I'm Dr. Kenny Embry. Join me as we discover how to be better Christians and people in the digital age. Hey, this is a bonus episode because something happened around the lecture series I'm pulling together in late July. The idea for the lecture series came from some conversations I had with people on Tuesday nights. People who had interest would get together with me in a Facebook group video conference, and we'd just talk about religious ideas. It was one of these sessions where I asked if doing an online lecture series was crazy or not, and we decided to go ahead and try it. We talked about what would be part of the lecture series like this, and one of the early ideas was put together a women's track devoted to issues women would find important. In that virtual room was troublemaker Ann Hoover, my old friend Heather Wells. They could definitely see where there could be interest in that, but as the lecture structure started taking shape, it was difficult to see who might pull that track together. So as we started thinking through different parts, the women's track was put on the back burner. Let's get through this first year, I thought. Then we'll see if anybody is interested in a women's track next year. And if someone sounds like they have a vision for it, we do it. I talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things, and Jennifer Ackett is one of those people who impresses me a lot. Jennifer has an incredible story all her own, but she also has this great idea for a book. I've been trying to help her get some ideas put together and offer any advice that might help, but one thing she started talking about was how helpful some spiritual conferences geared toward women had been for her. So I told her about what I was putting together. Then she asked me about a women's track. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. If you were doing one, what would you do? <laughs> Before I knew it, I asked her if this was something she might be interested in trying. We've got about six weeks before this thing gets started, but the call is yours. If you're interested, you might want to talk to Anne because she knows the whole story. 24 hours later, I got a message from Jennifer saying, thank you for introducing me to Anne. And a couple hours after that, I got another message from Anne that said, thank you for introducing me to Jennifer. Yeah, this is going to work. Within two days of Jennifer saying that she might be interested, she had a theme, a schedule, and a slate of some pretty impressive speakers. So, Jennifer, what is that organization, and how did you get started with it? Well, it really emerged because I started by talking to Ann Hoover, who's been on your podcast before, and she yes. was the first speaker I was talking to. And so I was trying to find out areas of interest that potential speakers might have. I thought they would probably be more passionate and more eager to do it on fairly short notice if it was something that they themselves were currently studying or just particularly interested in. Mm -hmm. And as you know, from being on your podcast, she's very interested in mental health mm -hmm. and specifically uh, very interested in 
uh, the verse in Romans 12 that talks about being transformed by the renewal of our mind. So as we started talking about that, we really just got to talking about the fact that we hear so much right now. Everyone I talk to is talking about how much we hear people struggling right now, struggling either with truly diagnosable mental health issues or Mm -hmm. just typical fear of the unknown in a time that feels uncertain. So as we talked about that and we were talking about Romans 12, 1 through 3, uh, a loose organization around those verses emerged of going through those verses and how we can be transformed by the renewal of our mind. I tell you, Anne is somebody I call my resident troublemaker. She is somebody mm-hmm. who is often in the thick of it. She's she's somebody I have a, a lot of uh, affection for. I just think she's she's wonderful. I, I, I have a lot of affection for you as well. So I mean, <laughs> this is I, I think something that that you were, were kind of custom made for. Uh, who are some of the speakers that that you're excited about hearing? Well, I'm excited about I'm excited about all of them. Some of them are people I knew. Some of them are known to listeners of your podcast, and some mm-hmm. of them aren't. So I just think it's a great mix of ages and um, from different mm-hmm. stages of life. Uh, we've got Jessica Paramore and Carrie Mitchell are going to be talking about the source of our strength and you know, they have sort of a unique background for that. Jessica is a women's fitness coach. She's taught at the college level, women's Mm -hmm. strength and conditioning. And Carrie has been a college athlete and is passionate about um, strength training. Jessica now runs an online business called Sister Strong, which is fitness for women. And so they're going to be talking about what is the source of our strength and the parallels between our strength coming from God and our physical strength. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Julie Adams is someone that's been on your podcast. Indeed she, she has. Yeah. She has a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom to offer. She has been an RN for over 30 years. She has a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. She has been the co-owner with her husband, who's a gospel preacher of Courageous Living Books. Mm-hmm. And so she is going to be talking about how we are loved by God. She has a unique perspective as a counselor. She has um, seven children. Three of them are adopted. And she has a passion really for victims of abuse or the, mm-hmm. the women that she counsels. And so she has a really unique perspective about how being grounded in the fact that we are loved by God influences um, our emotions and our decisions and even how we treat other people. So really excited about her. Yeah. We've already talked about Anne and I loved getting to know Anne through you. She's been on the <laughs> podcast and you introduced me to her and she's just a great encourager yeah. and very excited about um, the lectureship in general. And so she's just been, some, I've really enjoyed getting to know her and we've already talked about what she's going to be speaking about. We also have Kylie Sipe and she's mm-hmm. been on your podcast as well. She, she has, um, yeah. Yeah, she lives in Kentucky, and she's in a stage of life with young children. She's married to B.J. Sipe, who's an evangelist, and she's going to be talking about being a living sacrifice today. So talking about the part of the verse where we talk about being a living sacrifice and how that practically can apply. You know, in her case, she's a preacher's wife, a mother, but how that Mm -hmm. might apply to some different people. And then 
Then we also have Heather Wells. I've been excited to get to know her. You told me about her. Um, and she's just great and full of energy and excitement. And she had currently been studying grace and is very passionate about talking to others about that. So she is going to be talking about the topic Grace Teaches Me, but it's going to be a panel discussion. So she's oh, going to talk to us a little bit about what yeah. she's been learning and is passionate about sharing about grace, what it teaches us, how we can grow in grace, and how we cannot be hesitant to proclaim about grace. And um, then several of us who are speakers are going to be on a panel talking about some questions that she's come up with about grace. So I think that is going to be fun for people to participate in. Um, all of these, we are hoping to have question and answers at the end and make it engaging and practical. So hopefully people will learn something, but also just feel, you know, that someone else sees what they're experiencing right now and can give them some encouragement and hope in the middle of whatever season of life they're in. That's, that's our goal. You're speaking as well, aren't you? I am speaking as well. I am speaking as well. Um, I I think I've told you, Kenny, that I just have prayed in the past to be used however God wanted to use me. I had always had a passion that I enjoy teaching people. And so mm-hmm. um, I had hoped to do that and then sort of had a you know some life events that I thought maybe I wouldn't be able to do that in the way I had always thought I would or hoped I would. But um, so then when this opportunity came along, I felt like if I've been praying for that opportunity, that um, several people told me that I should share some things as well. So yes, that's a long answer to say, yes, I am um, <laughs> going to be speaking. And what's, um, the, what's the title for your, I'm your going session? to be, I, I, my title is Walking by Faith. So talking about that, I referenced in passing that I've had sort of a detour or a change yeah. in what I expected my life path to look like. And even though I would have thought I would be prepared for that, it's still, I think, you know, sometimes when you go through things, there's nothing that quite prepares you like going through them. And so right. in in going through that, I really studied a lot and and just was really surprised that I had not thought before about how most really any major person that you look at through the old or new Testament, they did not have a particularly easy life and God expected them uh, to follow his lead. But his lead often was not through just this certain um, easy, well-groomed trail. You know, it was often through something unknown. They didn't know where they were going or it looked terrifying or difficult. Um, so just talking about that model and how we can use that model, um, to have really just a perspective of trusting God and following Jesus in whatever path is laid before us. So that's, that's what I plan to talk about. Well, I think you'll do an excellent job. I, I, I know almost everybody that you, that you talked about, I could not think of people who I would who I would choose differently. I think those are some really fabulous people to talk about, talk about, uh, talk to rather. Um, any one of them that you're particularly excited about listening to? 
That would be like picking your favorite child. I can't yes, say I that know. Now. Um, no, I'm really, I'm just really excited about all of them. And I think what I'm most excited about is when we, when you and I first started talking about this, yeah. I could list out within five minutes at least 10 women that are well known in my area, in the Tampa Bay area, because they've spoken before, they're well respected. I knew that they could talk and people would want to hear them. But then you reminded me that because this is online, mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to hear from people all over the country, even all over the world. So yeah. that opens up that I'm excited. I'm just excited about the opportunity to meet and learn from people that I otherwise would not have the opportunity to. I don't live anywhere near Anne, who lives in mm-hmm. Oregon. So the likelihood that I'm going to go to a ladies conference in Oregon and hear her speak is slim right. to none. Um, yeah. Same as most of these. So I think that's what I'm most excited about is the ability to make connections with people from other areas and hear perspectives from women just really throughout the lifespan, a wide variety of experience. And that's sometimes unusual. We tend to sort of um, hear from people who are just like us or just in my part of the country. And so that's fun. I think. I think it will be too. I, I'm kind of excited about that. In a lot of ways, this is a, a grand experiment. If we're able to pull this thing off, what do you think we'll have learned from all this? I mean, I think some of what we've learned will just be practical and technical. And some of what we'll <laughs> yeah. learn is how interested people are in online versus in-person yeah. learning and hopefully how to make online, an online conference as engaging as in person. I know you've set this up on a software program that um, you've really invested in a software program that is more than just Zoom. It has the capability that we can upload documents that people can then download and print. It has the ability to chat with people in a group. Mm -hmm. We'll have the ability to have, like I mentioned, some engagement at the end of our sessions or even between sessions. And So I think it will be interesting to learn how that works, how we can get that information out to people so they know it's possible and how to use it and then learn how to do it even better, hopefully in the future. Yeah. The software that I got, again, I've I've mentioned this a couple of times in the podcast, it's called Hoover. Zoom is basically that idea of being in the building and listening to the speaker, but Hoover is the hallway. It's where you get to know the people that are at the conference. And that's what I think of Whova as. And I've said this a couple of times too. I think all conferences like this tend to be about 20% listening to the speakers and about 80%. Who do you meet while you're there? That I recognize is a really important part, really of any conference. What do you think the biggest challenge of all this will be? I mean, I think there will be some technical making sure we hit record. That's what I'm I'm thinking about. <laughs> but other people don't have to think about that. I think the biggest yeah. challenge as a, a person participating mm-hmm. is going to be staying engaged. I know for myself, when I go to meetings these days with work, if I'm on a Teams meeting, it can be very tempting to also yeah. open up email and then someone comes in and says, do you have a minute? Oh, you're just on a meeting. Okay, sure. Let me tell you about this, yeah. um, where that would never happen in a live meeting. So I think that the same thing that makes it really a great opportunity could be a challenge. So also, especially when you're thinking about the women's track, there may be women, there's certainly women who couldn't hear Julie in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, or Anne in Oregon, but they also might not be able to go anywhere that day because they need to be home with their children. So, but this gives the opportunity that people can still participate even if they can't 
leave home that day, or even if they are gone from home, they're on vacation, they can still participate. But then the challenge will be um, just because we can be folding laundry while we're listening, still making sure that we don't just turn it on and um, not be engaged because there's so much opportunity to really be engaged and learn and connect and making sure we take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. I will say this as well at every level. Uh, all the all these things are going to be recorded. You'll have access to all the recordings. So I, I really am looking forward to this. I think I think you have done an amazing job in a very short amount of time. I thank you for doing this, and I, I think you've got something here that is exciting to me. So I, I hope <laughs> I hope other people find it exciting as well. I hope so too. I find that I, there are a lot of people out there that are really just craving opportunities to connect, opportunities mm-hmm. to feel heard and understood and to learn and to participate in this kind of thing. And sometimes yeah. it's hard to take time away to do it. So I I hope that it will be something that a lot of people will benefit from. Whoever attends, I feel like will benefit. But thank you for the opportunity. I mean, you said it was my idea, but really it was it was your idea to offer the ability to do this. And I think women will get a lot out of all of the tracks, but there's just something for women, I think being taught by a woman, there's just something that's a little different about that. I hope that it will really encourage people. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I think Jennifer has done something pretty incredible in a short amount of time. Again, if you're interested in the lecture series, go to my website, www.balancingthechristianlife.com and you can sign up. The more this comes together, (laughs) the more excited I am. So until next time, let's be good and do good.